Cannelloni. Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, Gelato's Parlor. Um, I've not been doing so many of these lately. Um, I'm going to try to get back in the saddle again, but to be honest with you, I found January quite a difficult month to get going. It seems to be very grey, very miserable. Uh, it seems to be like that for a couple of months. We had a real sort of uh, pissy, excuse me, December, and a real rainy, damp January, and it just seems to be going on for months. So I'm really looking forward to grab it a bit of sunshine and a little bit of brightness again because um, I'm just pushing myself to motivate which is uh, not that easy and it's not really like me to do that but anyway I really thought I'd do an episode today because I've got quite an amusing tale to tell you and it's one of the tales on the road uh, now you can imagine after the amount of years that, that I've been in the business I've picked up a whole slew of stories and I, I do want to put them in a book sometime but I do think they also make ideal podcasting material because it's my experiences and um, they're probably unlike most people's in the way that you know because of this life we lead this live music life of, the, of travel and all this kind of thing with our friends um, we do come up against some uh, really, you know, very strange incidents and that kind of thing. But anyway, without further ado, I'm going to tell you about this story. And this one happened back in the 90s. And uh, it concerned a trombone player we had at the time, who's actually still a great mate of mine. His name's Dave Keach, uh, known as Keechy. And Dave is a multi-talented guy because he's not only a fantastic natural trombone player... But he's a fantastic, uh, great artist as well, fantastic drawer, painter, and he's an architect. So I think he makes his living now as a designer. So, um, But he still plays and we still see each other. So I did want to get him on this program to talk about this. But I thought to myself, well, I, I really need to get this story down there and uh, and put it out as a podcast. But it's very funny. And, and it really starts when we, we, we used to do a jazz festival in Norway. And we did a whole bunch of times. It was called the Silda Jazz Festival. And if I could set the scene, we had a lovely, beautiful hotel, and it also was by the uh, by the, the sea, by the river, or the water, and you could get all this lovely fresh fish, and it was a, a beautiful high street, and it was a nice festival. Um, I must say that the, the, over there, it, despite the, the price of the drinks, which was pretty high back then... Um, Everybody used to get pretty, uh, pretty worse for wear, including the band. <laughs> but anyway, so this festival right had a, a bunch of different venues. It had small nightclubs. It had a theatre where the major American artists would generally play, and then it had um, a tent, which we would, you know, people would do as well. All the artists would have the turn of playing the the the, the, the sort of big top tent. Um, and it was a nice audience there. And then there was a nightclub, and this. Uh, particular incident happened in the nightclub you see now the nightclub if i can set the scene started very late if i remember correctly over there probably probably kicked off at something like 10 o'clock at night and went on till way past midnight but one or you know two in the morning and the nightclub right it had a disco below so all the young people would come in and and go go into the disco and stay all night and if I remember correctly, again, the first floor was the floor which had the band. So it was another nightclub up there, which had the, uh, the, the, the all the bands. So all the bands at the festival, those days you had people like Kenny Ball, Acker Bilk, and all sorts of things. King Pleasure and the Biscuit Boys, the Jive Aces, all these kind of bands that were, uh, well, a lot of some of us still are around. People like Acker and Kenny are not, you know, but... Um, we were lucky, really, to share the bill with some of these great people, and um, so they'd all play in this um, in this nightclub at this Silda Jazz Festival in Norway. And this specific night was no, you know, it wasn't like any other night. I think we'd done a couple of nights at this place anyway, and we were due to go on stage pretty late. Now, so I said we had the disco below, the nightclub in the middle where the band would play, and the dress room upstairs. 
as well, uh, the floor above. So anyway, now I can't quite remember why, but we were me, Dave Keach, uh, the, the guy I've just mentioned, our trombone player at the time, uh, and myself were sitting in the dressing room having a, a few beers, you know, more than a few beers, and um, we were we weren't we weren't. I don't remember us being particularly hammered, but uh, we were enjoying ourselves. I, and the other guys weren't there. They were downstairs enjoying, probably, you know, enjoying company of uh, ladies or whatever they wanted to do. We didn't get involved in that. And Dave and I were having a chinwag up upstairs, you see, the floor above. Now, what happened was we looked at our watch and we thought, well, we better get downstairs because we, we're running a bit late. And uh, we like to get on the stage, you know, a, a, at least a few minutes before we start to play. So I said to Dave, let's go. So we go out, right? And it was a sort of a labyrinth kind of corridor and all that. And the lights were, um, the, 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 it was dim, dim lights, If I, uh, again, if I remember rightly, because it was a while back. So Dave and I are wandering around and uh, we found out that the door, to, the door we'd used to get down to the nightclub, someone had locked it. It was damn locked. And we thought, what are we going to do? We, thought, we were basically locked out of our own gig, okay? So what happened was we're trying to get out and we're thinking, how are we going to... It's like Spinal Tap, honestly. We're wandering around these corridors and labyrinths up the stairs, thinking, how the hell are we going to get down and play our gig? And we're sort of getting a bit worried. But anyway, we, we wandered around. So we saw this... We opened this other door. And it was... Remember, this was quite dark up there. It wasn't... And the uh, when we opened the other door, the corridor was even darker. But what we saw was the staircase. So you see a staircase, you think, okay, oh, great, we found an alternate exit down. So Dave Keats said to me, Dave says, Ray, okay, uh, 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 let, let's go. He goes, steps on the stairs, walks a bit, and he disappeared. You would not believe what happened, right? I was absolutely shocked at the time. He, he had fallen through the ceiling. Fallen through the ceiling, and I'll tell you why in a minute. He'd literally, well, I'll tell you why now. Somebody had taken half the staircase away. Some builders or whatever. No, I don't know why. Half the staircase was missing. So he had done about four or five steps and ended up into nothingness, fell through the ceiling onto the DJ. Do you believe what happened? This is a true story. I didn't hear him scream. All I looked was he had gone. He had just gone. And I couldn't really see what was happening. I just heard a crash because I, and I was absolutely panicked, as you can imagine. I thought he's disappeared into thin air. He, I, I, where he's, you know, I didn't actually see the staircase really missing, but I presumed he'd fallen through the staircase. So anyway, in my panicked state, I legged it and I really can't explain how, but I think I kicked the locked door down in because I got out. So I kicked this locked, this this bolted door in, in my sort of panic, run down the normal staircase where the band was going. The place was packed, right? So I'm pushing through people. There's people with beer, there's people with bottles of wine, there's kids, there's a, and it's a nightmare. And I'm trying to get to Dave, who I who in my mind has probably been killed or something because I, I didn't know how high the drop was. I, I, and I'm, I'm all I wanted to do was get to him. And honestly, this is a true story. So I'm pushing my way, edging my way through this crowd and pushing people out of the way. And I find Dave upright, but staggering around with everyone sort of around him. And I managed to get him out of the club. This is the truth. It, it packed Friday or Saturday night. It was packed, absolutely packed. So I get him out of the club and sit him on a park bench. And he was like literally 
didn't know where he was. He didn't know what day it was. And it had turned out that he had fallen through. He'd, he'd, he'd climbed down a few stairs. The staircase had, had just had, had been taken away. He had gone through this kind of like plasterboard ceiling, which is what it was, and fell on the DJ in the who, who was who was playing on the floor below. Right, this is unbelievable. And um, no one else was hurt. Luckily, I don't think the DJ was particularly hurt. But uh, anyway, I, I found him alive. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And we, I remember sitting on a bench outside and he slid down the bench and kind of collapsed and his eyes went to the back of his head and we were all panicked. And I remember the piano player um, at, at the time, Richard Wusikiewicz was his name, um, he, he was he was there, was going, what's happened, what's happened, what's happened? And a few members of the band had sort of gathered around as well because they'd heard. And there's Dave lying on the floor with his eyes in the back of his head, us trying to revive him. And we've uh, we've called an ambulance. People have called an ambulance. All people around him, and there's kind of drunks as well, going, "What up, and has he been drinking?" And we were turning around, going, "Get out of it, f off, go away." And um, anyway, a cut a long story short, Dave was taken to the hospital, and um, he had no more than the just bad muscle injuries and bruising around his, or, or you know, very severe bruising and bad muscular injuries. Having said that, he had to be airlifted home. I remember that in a in a kind of an air ambulance, and um. He was really lucky to escape with his life. I mean, because I thought when he had he, he had gone through the ceiling, he had he had actually died. Now looking back, the story's amusing. It's it's almost like a Lauren Hardy sketch. He's sort of good, sort of goodbye, Ollie, <laughs> and then he kind of falls down, and we don't see him. But anyway, he 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 took a while to recover. You know, I remember he had a lot of problems after that, and I do remember. Him, I'm sure we, he got some money off from the club because with 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 our help we looked into it and we got in touch with the jazz promoter, and found out that um the builders had indeed removed this staircase and what they should have done obviously was bolt that door and and that or, or seal the door and they didn't so it was a complete mess up of the club and I remember him getting some compensation but anyway the, the moral of this story is if you do get locked in a, a dressing room area or whatever or upstairs please check that the, the, there is a staircase there but it was it was really unbelievable I felt terrible for Dave um and we still talk about this story now I mean it was quite unbelievable but anyway I thought I'd tell you this story from the road the day the trombone player fell through the ceiling and uh, I'm going to sign off now but I will be back with another episode and my next one is with a very very special guest so it'll be nice to have um, someone else on apart from me banging on but anyway if you've liked it please subscribe to Apple Podcasts uh, and leave a little review on Apple you can also listen on Spotify and on my YouTube channel but this is Gelato's Parlour and uh, thanks very much for your listening and your kind attention take care yeah, my friends. See you soon. Bye.